You're about to be blessed by the Word of God from the Word Conference, Man in the Mirror. your life 
I don't know if that is relevant to your journey. It's most relevant to mine. It's most relevant to mine. Because he's done everything. He's so ahead of me. He's so ahead of me. That sometimes all I want to say is thank you. All I want to say is thank you. Father, we are grateful again. Thank you for miracles this morning. Thank you for the things we did not ask for that you are doing already. Thank you for the ones we asked for that you have concluded. Lord, we go right into your word again. We ask for an experience, not just um, to brighten up our theology. We ask in the midst of the speakings, we will come to experiences from your presence. And such that will last forever. Lord, our competence is not of ourselves, but of you who have made us able ministers of the new covenant. Not of the letters, but of the spirit, for the letter kills. The spirit gives life. Help us, O oh God, to gain entrance into the spirit and the life of your word. For the word that you speak, your spirit, your life. Lord, lift up your people again by the breath that only you can bring. Do more than the calculation of a pastor, a prophet, or a preacher. Reach your people without boundaries. Lord, cause our course to be enlarged in your purpose. Thank you because you hear us always. And for we prayed in Jesus' mighty name. Please celebrate Jesus one more time. And just before you sit down, appreciate that man of God, Pastor Obed Akaya. You can't sing, you can't clap, you can't appreciate what's your own. Woo! I just love you, sir. I love you. In fact, I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. Amen. Please take your seat comfortably. God bless you. And this morning, just as we, I, I quickly had to make this, um, make this clear and sometimes the things that will happen to you is not according to the proportion of your faith in court I'm not trying to downplay faith but the first thing that every believer must acknowledge is God's sovereignty God's sovereignty God's sovereignty is the reason why we are saved. It's by divine election. It does mean that God actually exercised franchise. That God said, I want you. And, and, and being God's choice is not your decision first. It is first his decision. We always want to appreciate God on that basis. That is the one that found us. In the book of John chapter number 15 and verse 16, he said... You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I have ordained you that you should go forth and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain. So, today, things are going to be happening to you beyond your calculations. Beyond your calculations. One major sound of the Spirit I began to hear as I was standing there is an heralding sound. An heralding sound. There are different levels of sound from heaven. 
Uh, it is not all sound that is communication. It is all not all sounds of the spirit that is communication. Most of the sounds of the spirit are commands. And sometimes commands bad things that you do not even expect. When God gives a command, uh, that was the beginning of the sound in Genesis. The creation was command. Let there be. And I'm seeing a lot of heralding and commanding sound. And there will be some let there be. Beyond your calculations. We are going to have uh, the sound of heaven pronounced over us. Not just communication, but a force field. First field. I'm describing different levels of sound that you will relate to it in the next um, few minutes as we conclude um, this conference. You are going to discover that there are sounds over you in the spirit that resides over you. Uh, sounds are very significant um, description of God's presence. And I said that yesterday, sounds and light. They are very strong realities of the spirit. Strong realities of the spirit. Uh, if you look at the children of Israel, while they were moving through the nations to go to the promised land, the scripture said they suffered no man to do them harm. It reproved kings on their behalf, saying... And I want to say to you that that saying was a sustained sound. Have you been on the keyboard before? And you just strike a note and sustain it. It just keeps going. And that's how God sustains sounds over you in the spirit. And I can show you that in the scripture from the experience of Israel and Balaam. Balaam the sorcerer. In John, I mean Numbers chapter number 23, verse 21. Please quickly give me Numbers chapter number 23, verse 21. I want to describe different levels of sound while we pray. This is Balaam's experience. Balaam was given a contract to go and bring malediction over Israel, to bring a curse over them. And while he knew what to do. He knew how to enter in the spirit. As a matter of fact, um, Balaam is not a small witch that you send to go and curse a man. They give him contract of nations. In the hierarchy of darkness, Balaam will be employed to go and uh, curse a nation. It's not, uh, that man has offended me. Please come and punish him for me. No, no, Balaam is not in that category. In all those small, small witches in your village, they do that kind of contract. Balaam is a high-ranking sorcerer that he can decide to stop a nation. He has an apostolic dimension in darkness. So when they gave him that contract, he began to move. I don't want to do a lot of explanation on this. When he was moving, he entered in the spirit. You know, when I teach in prophetic classes, I teach how some who are not with the Holy Spirit entered the Spirit. Even met God on his way. 
Oh, go and study Balaam. You need to study Balaam. He was going. He, God, God said, hey, guy, where are you going? He said, hey, I'm going to cause those guys. God said, you can't cause them. I bless them. And when he was going, look at his discovery. This was his discovery. He had not beheld iniquity in Jacob. Neither had he seen perverseness in Israel. The Lord is God is with him. And the shout of a king. What did he find out? Those guys were living peaceably and quietly. But in the spirit, there was a shout over them. It is called the teruah. It is the same word in that book of Psalm chapter 89, verse 15. It's a teruah. Some people are just having their quiet time in their home. They are just enjoying themselves. When witches are coming, they discover there is a blast in their house. Oh. People don't understand what I'm saying. I'm bringing to you realities of the spirit. That's why some people can't stay when you bring them in, into your house. They hear shouts. They see brightness. Those are realities of the spirit. So when Balaam was going and he was cooking his malediction to release it, he had the teruah. It was a blast. I'm going to preach for 30 minutes. And meanwhile, before I forget, there is a lady here. I'm speaking, record it, find me next year. I will still be alive. By this time next year, you are a lady. You have suffered many things of many, of many physicians. That was what the Lord told me. Because you want to have a child. But by August next year, you have a baby in your hand. And it's a boy. And call him Emmanuel. I'm speaking correctly. Oh, I was speaking like this in one redeemed church in, in Port Harcourt. And my wife was, no, it was, she wasn't there when I said it. So the following year, when they invited, the people were still like me. I asked them, I said, come out, where is your wife? She said, my wife is in the children's church. I said, your wife is going to have a baby girl. According to the time of life next year, I don't care whether you know me or not, you're going to have a child next year. I don't want to pray with you. I don't want to lay my hands on you. I don't need your faith. It's going to happen. So by the time I came back the following year, they were not pregnant. So when I finished the first service in the morning and I was going down, I said, hey, how are you? She greeted me reluctantly. I said, please call your husband. I said, my husband is somewhere. The husband doesn't want to see me. So I said, please get him. Get him. Let's talk. The husband said, I better tell him I don't want to come. When we were waiting quietly, there was no attention on us in this church. It was when he came and said they will have a baby that everybody started looking at my wife's tummy. Whether they didn't, don't they shoot? How when I got there? I said, are you, where's your baby? He said, that's all we see. I'm a, no baby. I said, no, God. So, they gave us a very nice hotel. Myself and my wife, and I got into the hotel. I said, oh, I feel bad. They had set the table. It was a buffet for us. Just me and my wife. Everything set. I didn't, I didn't feel like eating. I said, um, like a terrace. You know, we have a place down. Then you go up to go and sleep and all. And she went up and said, eat now. I said, I can't eat. I need to discuss with God. I said, God, why? 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 You told me. And the Lord said, it's about them. They, they delayed. They delayed, but they're already with you, with the child. 
So I called him and said, I want to come to your house to have a break of rest. He said, my wife is traveling to Bayesa. He won't be my husband is traveling to Bayesa. He won't be around. I said, okay, I will come all the way. And I was going there. The Lord told me, tell her to go take a pregnancy test. So when I got to Lagos, she took a pregnancy test. She was pregnant. They have three now. She was pregnant. I said, Pastor, I'm pregnant. I said, yes, it's the Lord. It's not me that spoke. It's a sound from heaven. It's infallible. And now why am I giving this testimony? There's a lady here. I don't want to look for you or pick you out. But as I'm speaking, the hand of God will come upon you. By August next year, I heard that clearly. By August next year, you have a baby boy. But you have been through many things from many physicians. But the sound of heaven is released over you. It's a command. When the three guys got to the house of Abraham, it was a command. Their faith was not relevant. Their faithfulness was on demand. Their faithfulness was what brought that sound. And when that sound came, you can't change it according to the time of life. Both the wife and husband laughed. But you can't, you can't repel his sovereign decision. By his sovereign decision. I'm speaking to a lady here. You have suffered many things of many physicians. But by August, you have a baby boy. His name is Emmanuel. God is with us. You are the... Oh my God. This one can't change. If your husband has traveled, go and look for your husband. Because the only one I can't guarantee is... Uh, the one that comes by the Holy Ghost. I cannot guarantee that one. God didn't tell me that one. But this one, you have to... Ayarobahasya tobanatia kose. Today, the sound of heaven will cause a shift. And, and so many of you, you'll come to a new year. You miss a good place to shout. Let me tell you something. There is no particular order to hear. That's why I tried to show you that in the scripture yesterday. Israel's calendar became different after Passover. By Exodus chapter number 23, they had a different uh, um, expression of their own year. The Roman calendar is some sort different. Now, there's somebody that's coming to a new calendar by divine ordination. It's the beginning of your year. And you are going to be having an heralding sound. I'm speaking specially about you. I'm speaking specially about you. Because the seasons of joy are coming. Ordained from above. Because the elders of Israel are coming to Hebron. They are coming to anoint David. Because the throne that is prepared, even in the sight of the Jebus, is open to you. Because the hand of God is coming upon you to establish your, your reality. And it's a new day for you. It's the beginning of your years. Somebody shout amen. amen. Lord help me. I'm hearing that a heralding sound. Do you know how Israel begins their year? If you want to understand the protocols of heaven, study Israel very well. You know why... Israel ought to begin their year the way they begin their year. 
They begin their year with a festival. They call it Rosh Hashanah, the new year. It, it begins with a festival that we call Yom Teruah. In the beginning of every year, they begin with a Teruah. Teruah is the same word in Psalm 89 verse 5. Joyful sound. Oh, I don't have the time to describe many things. I would have told you why the sound of heaven is called joyful sound. Because it's an expression of the kingdom. Joy of the Holy Ghost. It's not just melodious sound. It's a joyful sound. It's called teruah. It activates the joy of the spirit. When the sound comes, it activates the joy of the spirit. It's not the joy of your emotion. It activates a joy that even when there are troubles, there is something erupting on your inside that keeps giving you one such kind of an assurance that you are out of a mess even when it doesn't look like it. So he said, blessed are they that know it. It will affect their work. When you know the joyful sound, it brings you to a lifestyle it becomes a walk you journey with the sound and there are erupting sounds here like Israel begin their year with the Yom Teruah you know why they begin their year with the Yom Teruah the Yom Teruah is, uh, is uh, a festival of trumpets when the day the new day of the year begins they don't release blasts Why the blast? To subdue every other sound. Come on now. Because the direction of a man's life is always according to sound. And sometimes for God to bring you back to alignment, he has to shut down all the sounds. And that's why you have the teruah. To bring down every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. The sound from heaven. Is a confirmation of that which had been decided for you. From the foundations of the world. Oh. This. I always like to share this experience several years ago. While we were waiting to have that boy, a friend of mine, Benga, asked for me to see a prophet or a prophetess. So this person is sound, she's a prophetess, she speaks the word of the Lord. He said, You are not the only one that God speaks to anyway. And these days, you even need God more. I said, Okay, it's all right, let's see. So I think she left the hotel after ministering on a Sunday like this, and we. She left the church after ministry on the church Sunday like this. And we went to meet the woman in the hotel, a big place. And as we were entering the hotel, the woman looked at me from afar and said, Man, I suppose you are a prophet. We never have a conversation of my life. I was happy. I said, please come close. Why did you marry that woman? I said, which woman? I said, your wife. Ah. It was as if... 70 kg out of my weight left. You know why 70 kg leaves this body? You become very light. 
In fact, it was as if my head was absent. That's the kind of the way the thing hit me. I said, I don't understand. She began to give me reasons. She said, that woman will never have a child. I said, um, I don't understand. Is it that she will wait or we will not? I don't get it. Oh, that's a terrible sound. Because believe you me, if you go away with that sound, there will be serious crack on your world. So while I was there, I said, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I was holding my tummy because it felt like I needed to see the bathroom immediately. My tummy started rumbling. And while I was there, another sound came. It was published in my soul. And that was the word of the Lord that says, We see in part. We prophesy in part. So before I left, I left her with the word. I said, Madam, you have only seen a part. Because we see in part. We prophesy in part. I said, there are other parts, I go get it. When I saw my friend, it was like a jellyfish. My friend that took me there. When we got into the car, there was no sound. There was no conversation. For the first 30 minutes, everybody was quiet. He couldn't talk. He was just driving. I said, oh God, how far? I said, this way. I'm sure a lot of things were going through his mind. So I told him. I said, a valid prophet came to Isaiah. And came to Ezekiah. By the name Isaiah. And told Ezekiah on his sickbed. And said, Ezekiah, prepare your house. For you will surely. He used the word surely, not likely. Hear me, child of God, when the prophet Isaiah comes to your house and says, Surely, you better prepare to die. But the man is a car, the king knew his onion. A man with the last strength he could muster with himself and God to face the wall and said, I need another sound. And began to negotiate destiny again. And while he was praying and crying, the Bible said the Lord came to Isaiah again, the same prophet, and said, go back. No prophet is a decider of your destiny. <laughs> Prophets are not custodians of destiny. They are messengers. If they are sent this way, they can be sent back. Some of you have crippled your destiny because the prophet said. You say, hey, the prophet said. And mind you, it is not everybody that speaks that is a prophet. A prophet is not known by word of knowledge. A prophet is not known by forecast. A prophet is known by bringing you close to the will of God. So, because anybody sees, doesn't make him a prophet. <laughs> Nobody sees like Balaam, he was a sorcerer. So when I heard that, I managed back to hear, bring another sound. 
In fact, my own was that I, I had to go to a special place to pray in Naushu State. Uh -huh. This woman said something. I'm not sure you because <laughs> because you when you saved me, you gave me a sound. A strong sound to transport. May God give you that high level of transport where you can take journeys right before God himself and you get another sound. Romans 8.15 You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have revealed, you have received a spirit of adoption whereby you cry. Now, those are the those are the sounds that erupt from you as a result of the visitation of heaven. Now, every man that received the Holy Ghost receives a sound. That, that word cry there is a sound. It's called krasomen. In articulate expression. But it's just a sound that wells on you that reaches to the Father. It is the one that drives your praying. That's why uh, sometimes you get to a level in your praying that you are very abnormal. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't like all this psychedelic. Um, they just uh, like, oh, let's pray. Some of you, you are, you speak cockling with your tongues. You are not yet in Krasome. When you're in Krasome, sometimes you look like you are very stupid. <laughs> It happened even in the Old Testament. One woman had been coming to Shiloh over and again. And one year, the Holy Ghost provoked the Christ inside of her. And she began to croak. As she was croaking, the priest of the house said, Get that drunk woman. Get her here. You see, if your journey sometimes does not come to an abnormal stage, you have not come to visitations. You are still full of decorum. You don't want to sweat. You don't want to mess up your makeup. Uh -huh, I know you. Your, the, all that matters to you is the social effect of our gathering. I know you, you size everybody up when you come. Say, why is he using it? This is not good. It is not silver. You look at somebody's shoe, you say, it is not Italian, it is Brazilian. You look at somebody's ear, you say, it is not Brazilian, it is Egyptian. You look, you here, come here to do social analysis and you are missing in action. I'm tired of the church being a social gathering. The ecclesia it's a governmental body in the head. And we are not measured by how many number of people that gathered. We are measured by the content of our spirit and the potency of our utterances. So while I cried, I didn't just receive a sound, I also received a sight. They brought me that bit. That's the boy there. And the rest is story. The things you did not bargain for, they are coming. There is another side to your journey you never knew existed. A sound of heaven would eradicate it. Woo! Each time seasons changes, there is declaration. Declaration. Woo! In the middle of my confusion one year, I went to the redemption camp. I lay on the floor. I was praying for what I didn't even know the prayer point. 
You know, you can be so confused to a point that you have a prayer point. Have you ever been there before? Whether it is bless me or deliver me, you don't know. Whether bless me, forgive me, deliver me, lift me, you don't know anyone. So the only one that can have all the content put together is mercy, Lord. I want your mercy. Nothing more. Nothing more. So I lay on the floor, and that period. That the other boy said nobody should move around the camp. But something pushed me. And I obeyed the push against instruction. The sound in my spirit was moved because protocols sometimes will be broken. And as I moved out, lo and behold, I saw the Baba coming with a walking stick and two dogs. I was Kai. Obedience don't catch me today. I wanted to run, I couldn't run. It was already close. As I turned my back to her, I just said, ah, Young man, come. Come, young man. So I said, Daddy, Daddy, he said, How are you? I just see light all over you. Your prayer has been answered. Oh, we are, you are given this peace that you will take to the nations of the world. You just take it to the nations of the world. Said, Let me pray for you. Then he lays down and he said, Daddy, bless your son. Oh. It wasn't a coincidence. I Rabahati. It's a divine program. I left. Ooh. A season shifted. Few years later, it was the president's birthday. I was called to preach. Myself and my wife. And we were at the lobby with the DSS. We were the only one there. She will remember. The lobby and the DSS guys were, you want coffee? You want tea? We're okay. Life is just starting again. And while we're sitting down there, I fell from my seat. Not under the anointing, but under reference. There is an hour of presence that can make you sit down. I fell. And by that time, my wife has gone to the bathroom. Hey! I said, which kind of bathroom be this one? I picked my phone. I said, call it. You don't know what is happening here. What can happen? Come! So while she came with the lady and a protocol, then the lady said, ah, Papa, please sit down. So I went to lay down before him. He said, man of God. Ah, but I learned you are the one preacher. I said, me, I'm not a man of God. He said, please sit down, man of God. The Lord will honor you. Ah, I said, no, sir. I'm not a man of God. I'm actually a kindergarten of God. He said, the Lord will honor you. It's like, I know this face. I said, you can't know my face, sir, daddy. I only see you from at least 100 meters distance. Except one night in the dark. 
He said, oh, right. I remember you. Oh, you are just starting. You have not seen anything yet. I said, Daddy, I don't even have a baby yet. He said, that one is with you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. It's you. You have that. You decide that. I said, but Daddy, pray. Just pray. I said, I've prayed. I've prayed. Ooh, few years later. So, when the president came, we, and he was going to see him off to the car. So I joined the president. By that time, my wife had come back. And uh, Baba and his... So we were now walking like big boys. <laughs> and so Daddy has... Make sure you take care, okay? I was looking for who can take photographs. Uh, there is a sound of elevation in the house. The day that day Saul met reality, he was actually looking for a lost houses. Everyone under the sound of my voice this morning. Lord, there is a decision of heaven for elevations. A new season is butted. There is a sound of the spirit. It is a terror of a new beginning. Lord, I don't have the time to minister to anyone personally today. But I want you to bring everyone a sound. And let there be an alert sign of a new sound from their well, from their innermost being. Aiko baradansia kataba rekoshke patana retisko pata. I've told you the sound can be a force field. The sound can be a command. Some of you will know where to go from here. He said unto Elijah. He said Elijah. Go to the brook. That's the most unlikely. Get ready for the most unlikely, but the most resourceful. Can I speak, sir? And the Lord says to speak to you that is handing over the fourth sickle. He said, because it's the day of major harvest, of the major harvest. He said, it is the fourth sickle. He said, it's the fourth tool I am handing over to you, the number four. And he said, I should speak to you that the significance of the fourth is the four ends of the earth. He said, I'm handing over the fourth sickle to you. He said, it has the capacity of the four cardinals. 
Is that despise not the ones you have used before, but I'm bringing to you the fourth sickle. I'm bringing to you the fourth sickle. And I'm opening to you the four winds, the four winds of the earth. And say not it is four months to the harvest. Say not it is four months to the harvest. Except for the harvest is now. I want your mercy Nothing more Nothing more Please help me Help me with that sir I want your presence Nothing more Nothing more it's either your mercy or nothing. Uh-huh. It's either your presence or nothing. I want your mercy. Nothing more. Nothing more. It's either your mercy or nothing. Just cry for mercy. Something is happening here. <laughs> Let's come to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy. I want your mercy. Nothing more. Nothing more. Lord, 
Kanta Okore Biro Kanuya Edurabio Tiana Kosi Edurabio Tiana Kosi Oh, 
Nikuda. The prophetic mantle is upon you, madam. The prophetic mantle is upon you. Bring that closer. Miss, can you hold my hand? It's a weight. It's a weight. It's a weight from the Lord. Can you hold my hand tightly? More! In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. coming this morning, it was terrible. It's not what I want to describe. But may the Lord give you a witness. May the Lord give you a witness. It's, it's not, if I describe it, you won't want to come and I feel like you should come out and I pray with you. It's within the early hours of this morning, you had a terrible dream that weighed you down. You are somewhere in the middle here. You're somewhere in the middle of the church. If you are the one, if you feel like coming, you should come. Are you the one? Okay. I don't want to describe it, but you know what I'm talking about. It's it's messy. But the Lord says it's not you. It's not you they are putting that on. You know what I'm talking about? It's not you. What you deserve is his glory. I call time and ask you. Call Marty. Come. Please let me speak to you. You are due for a change of garment. many doors but this one you will not miss it I see you walk past doors but you are being clothed sin therefore that you shall be clothed upon you shall not be found naked he has come to redeem your shame he has come to clothe you with glory. If you add an alert sign that a mantle, a prophetic mantle came upon you, raise your right hand up. If you add an alert sign, just, raise, just wave the hand. Some of you are coming to very accurate, seer anointing. Now, all of you speak in the spirit. Just speak in the spirit. For those of you that you add an alert sign, what I mean by that sign is that it's a sign that came upon you that you know something is like a strange thing is happening to you. One of you, you have like something like a cap on your head. 
It feels like you have a cap on your head. It's an alarm sign. It feels like something just mantled your head region. Who is that person? It feels like something just wrapped up your head. Are you the one? It's, it's a mantle. It's a prophetic mantle. And it's 13 major prophetic mantles. Madam, please don't be tired. Help me sing. I want your glory. Then I pray. It's either your glory or nothing. It's either your, your presence, presence or nothing. Nothing more, oh, nothing more. Sing it again. It's either your glory or nothing. It's either your presence or nothing. I am a tomb. I want your glory. Strangers bow. Ayrokase. Favor is multiplied. Stretch your hand. The things your hands will carry are things your heart can carry, your hands will carry them. There's a divine relationship that is established between your heart and your hand. Now, right now, come into favors. the volume you are beginning to handle from now. I'm talking about money. The volumes you are 
hardling from now has totally changed. Heavenly Father, we are grateful. Lord, we thank you for the ones you have identified by yourself specially and specifically. And I ask, oh God, Spirit of the living God, that you breathe upon them afresh. I cannot myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge and I speak according to what I hear. And it is you that executes, Spirit of the living God. You're the executor of God's counsel. And I leave those vessels in your hand to execute your plan. Lord, I come with all that you have put in my heart into God's chambers. And I ask, Lord, that you empty every resource you sent me with. And the ones that have the specific anointing for my coming here today, even the oil I came with, like the David in the house of Jesse, locate them with that oil. Thank you for this house. Thank you for what you are doing. We have called in your mercy, O oh God, to strengthen the work, the hand of your servant, whom you have made a shepherd over your own inheritance. Lord, that it will fail in nothing. It will falter in nothing. That the resources in his hand and the leadership will not do in do. That this is the least of what they can do for you in the land of the living. We ask you to take the glory now and forevermore. Nothing more. Nothing more. God bless you. Amen. We're positive your life has been transformed by that powerful word of God. Man in the mirror. Behold. Believe. Become.